Hello. What's going on? We have some special guests with us today. Oh, fuck's sake. No. Okay, right. right. Welcome to Tea and Sympathy. <laughs> I'm Becky. I'm Dave. And we have some very special guests with us today. Hi, Ethan. Hi, Claire. Hello. Thanks for having us. How's it going? Hi. Yay. Thanks <laughs> for coming. <laughs> Um, always so exciting to have some fresh blood in the mix. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sharks are here. The sharks are here. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about... What are we talking about? We're talking about friends. Friends. Which, funnily enough, is a very pertinent theme. <laughs> because, well, you and I, as most people know, went on a few dates and then became friends. Whereas Ethan and Claire here were actually friends. But now they're take <laughs> together. <laughs> I don't know what's going to Sorry. We only have three mics because they sent us faulty mics in the mail and we're sad. So Becky and I are very cozy. All right. So Ethan and Claire, <laughs> you guys were friends. Yeah. For how long? Uh, about, what, two years or yeah. so? I uh, met back in 2021, a mutual friend. Uh, and we're friends for about two years until things just started to click. I mean, timing is everything, but, <laughs> uh, Love yeah. That. Yeah. Um, we did start as friends. Um, Ethan did his best to ask me out a couple of times and it just oh. was not a good spot for me until recently. And then we, uh, Started hanging out a couple of times just, like, as friends after he was like, listen, we're either doing this or we're not. And I was like, okay, we're not. And he was like, okay, then let's just, like, hang out as friends. And we were able to just spend some time together and, like, get to know each other without that pressure of, like, we're dating or we're going on dates. And that really mm. helped us be like, okay, this is good. This is fun. We like spending time together. And then I just kind of blossomed from there. Okay, question. You said a few. You he asked you out a few times. Yeah. Were, were they full commitment ask outs? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> really? Uh, so, first time I remember meeting her um, was at an undisclosed bar because it's embarrassing. <laughs> but a bar in the city that when you're 22, 23, you frequent. Um, was it Phoebe's? It was not. It was not. <laughs> that is an underage bar. Um, it was La Caverna. If you've ever been to La Caverna, you know it's a restaurant. Yeah, now it's a restaurant. It was no, it's not. Always, it's always been a restaurant. That's scary. Yeah, I mean, that's from uncomfortable. That's what I said. From the experiences <laughs> we've had there, that's terrifying. That's a restaurant. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the people that are are not in New York, La Caverna, also referred as. I've also never been to La Caverna, so this is news to me. Because you're in bed at like <laughs> eight o'clock. <laughs> Becky's the grandma. True. Uh, La Caverna, also known as. The cave <laughs> is usually the last stop on a blackout bender. Yeah. You, yep. don't, you don't know. You don't remember going in. You don't remember coming out. <laughs> and it's so it's like down in a basement. Yep. And yeah. the whole thing is like themed like a cave. So there's like stalactites and stalagmites everywhere. And like these lights that make it seem like there's like water. And it like seems cool. And a grotto. <laughs> yes. Uh, two grottos. 
they have two grottos in there. It's like it's like a Kirkland brand rainforest. Yeah, like, right. Um, that's a great way to describe it. Belligerent people. The, right? what, is the, <laughs> what is the um the rain the rainforest cafe? Is that the restaurant that does? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, so you're at the cave. We're at, we're at the cave. I uh, first we're time I remember uh, seeing her and talking to her. We were talking about the education system in America. And uh, her volunteer work with Grow NYC, yeah. which is unbelievable for uh, anyone that's been to any of the uh, farmers markets. Some that I love. I have a family member that works for them. Oh, that's, that's like cool. That's awesome. In the legal department, I'm not gonna use names. Oh whoa! But yeah, he's like. So like really works for them. Doesn't volunteer. He's like kind of like a big yeah. That, that was awesome. my like pandemic. How do I do things outside? And so I nice. like started volunteering because I was like, that's awesome. Um, and, and Ethan's a great cook. And yeah. so we bonded over food. Like exactly. We bonded over food and like in that moment immediately fell in love with her. No. I <laughs> went to my friend. I'm like, this girl is amazing to the one that introduced <laughs> us. This girl is amazing. She's like, don't do it. Uh, she's <laughs> she. Sh- it's complicated. I'm like, you're wrong. I'm going to do it anyway. Um, asked her out in the middle of lock locker room. Yeah. Shut down. Um, oh. So yeah, that was the first time. Wait, was there was there dancing or is it just? Yeah, I mean yeah. we like just hung like out after that. Club. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. There was there was dancing. It was in the middle of all the dancing and mm. the music and respect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You, you gotta when when you think the time is right, uh, you go for it. The timing was not right, no, but it was hey, not. you still go for it. Hey, that's the beauty. Of Shoot the cave, your shot. Right? Yeah, the cave. <laughs> exactly. The cave is magical. Let me tell you. <laughs> Um, second time was, I don't know, over text or something. Yeah, over text. Shot down again. How long? Probably like a month after that. Okay. If if uh, if it. But how'd you get the number though? Uh, she gave it to me that night. Yeah. Before before I asked her, so she was probably regretting (laughs) regretting a little bit after. So headway was made. Yes, headway was definitely made. Progress. The number was there. Uh, one step in the right direction. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And the last time was New Year's Day this year, actually, where I said, uh, look, I like you. I like you a lot. But from this point on, I'm just not going to do anything more. My feelings are on the table. So this was like a full year and a half later. Yeah. Wow. Full year and a half, year and a half later. There was like some point of time in between that where we didn't talk too much just because we didn't cross paths. Yeah. Um, and then over the summer last year, we all just started hanging out again. Our friend group. uh and yeah, just started talk, uh, talking again. And I realized how, mu- uh, how much I like her. Uh, so I told her, shot down. She said, oh, six, mo- six months in the future. So for some context, <laughs> the first time he asked me out, I was like in a long distance situationship. Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. the COVID. And this could actually probably be a whole other episode that you could think about is like COVID, re- like how COVID affected people. Next episode. Yeah. Oh, COVID. Absolutely. You're I, I've heard some crazy stories. Yeah, and especially like when, because we graduated in 2020, so yeah. Yeah. when we graduated, it was just like a weird thing to navigate how you take a step into adulthood, but then also start work, but then also it's still COVID. So anyways, that was like why that the first two times I was like, this isn't going to work. And then this year I transitioned out of teaching and I knew that this was a transition that I was going to make. Um, 
And I was just so overwhelmed with the amount of change that was happening in my life that I couldn't bear to think about, like, bringing someone into the picture. Which is completely fair. Yeah. <laughs> completely fair. <laughs> Which I explained on New Year's yeah, Day. Yeah. I, I kind of skipped over some parts I need to look at. <laughs> but, uh, no, I definitely explained it very well. And it was great after that. We went yeah. on. We all went on a ski trip to, uh, like, our friend group. We went to Breckenridge, had a ski trip. I knew it was said. awesome. Oh yeah, uh, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was that, that was yeah. the that was the ski trip that nice. I explained. We went to uh, Storytel. Um, yeah. But yeah. Oh. Shout out to that was a, that was a ski trip that uh, I told the story about. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we just background. I met Claire and Ethan at a storytelling event. Yeah. And that's the story that Ethan told. Yeah. It's a good story. It's a great <laughs> story. Fears and overcoming them. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then so. I think after we had kind of cleared the air around, like, this is why it's not working right now, and it's not necessarily you or me. It's just, like, the other things that are happening in my life make this feel like it's not the right time. Um, And I don't really have the space to bring something else in. It was really a – I can't speak for you, but I think that you'd agree it was a weight-lifted – off my shoulders at least like to get it out there and just to get it all in there and say like i'm not going to do anything going forward it was kind of a weight off my shoulders and then we could just be friends yeah Mm. and that was really when things felt so much better because we could hang out and it didn't feel like this like hanging looming thing of like are we on a date are we flirting like is this him making a move am i gonna have to reject reject him again like (laughs) that that all was like pressure that was like preventing us from kind of getting to know each other on like a better level um so it was nice to be able to then we hung out a couple of times and then finally we what were we, we went to, uh, we had planned to go to dinner. As, or as friends? So we had. <laughs> so this enemies. is, this is hot. <laughs> this enemies. is highly contested amongst our friends. You're talking about Moco? Yeah. Yeah. So this is highly contested amongst all, all well, our friends. Well, it's not highly. Everyone's on the same page. Yeah. Except us two. We, <laughs> we're on the same page and our friends are on the same page. So. So w- we had planned to go to drinks. Okay. I had I had actually suggested drinks. Correct. So I want to point that out. I didn't reject him the entire time. I had planned. I had asked him to go to drinks, and he was like, "Oh yeah, like let's go get a bite to eat before." I was like, "Sure, that's fine." And so he made just just for some context, I am very much a foodie. Love going out to restaurants and trying a lot of different a lot of different places and. That is my pastime, is trying new and interesting foods. But you didn't just, like, we didn't just, like, get a quick bite to eat. No, we didn't. We, do you want to say? So there's this awesome restaurant in the East Village that has been on my list forever. I'm big into, I'm big into sushi and omakase, something that I've always wanted to do. So I looked at a bunch of different omakase places in, uh, in the city over the years before, <laughs> before meeting Claire. Uh, and most of them, if you guys know, will range from what one thirty-five to a oh. hundred. Don't say you went to Moto. No, 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 no. Didn't go to Moto. Went to Moco, which is yeah. East Village. Unbelievable. Only sixty-five dollars. So in my mind, guy math, it's like okay, a hundred, a <laughs> hundred twenty-five dollars is I like agree. the average. Sixty-five dollars yeah. is nothing. Off. So exactly, it's fifty percent off. It's a free meal. Exactly. I mean, it was for me. Exactly. So I 
I generally wanted to go as friends. We went as friends because we hung out a couple times before that. We've been to a museum, went to go get a note a notebook for uh, um, for either working out or journaling. Yeah. Um, we've ha- we hung out a couple times before that. Some yoga. So I'm like, let's get a bite to eat. Really want to try this place. A lot of my friends don't like sushi, so we were getting along. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And to be honest, in the back of my head, yes, I was hoping it was a date, but <laughs> there it is. I was hoping I was the part that's contested. Yes. No, that is the part that's contested. So he's like, let's get a quick bite to eat. And I'm like, OK, let me just wear like this random sweater and like not think about it too hard. And then I'm walking out the door and I'm like, <laughs> I need a change. <laughs> like, I just have a feeling I need a change. So I put something a little cuter on. Wanted want to look better for me. Just point but that out. But you, you clearly, there was a reason you changed. Thank you. Yes, there was. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> so that's, yeah. And I had it, and I hadn't looked at the restaurant. I was just like, a quick bite, okay. And so I get to the restaurant and I look at the menu and I'm like, oh my god, this is like a full-on dinner. Like it's a 13 course omakase, but it was unbelievable. It was it, worth yeah, every single penny. it was fantastic. Patty. But I was like, thank God I changed. Like, this is this is not a quick bite to eat. This is like legit. Yeah. And we had a great time, and we went to get drinks afterwards, and then we were like, we went back. We didn't kiss or anything. Like walked her home. Yeah, I lived in the opposite direction. <laughs> you did walk <laughs> me home. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then the next night, I went to dinner with my girlfriends, and they were like, "Claire, that was a date." And I was like, "Okay, I think you're right. Like, yeah, it probably was." And they were like, "He definitely knew it was a date. Like, there's no way he didn't." And that specifically is a controversial part. Yes. I was was I hoping in the back of my mind it was a date, of course. I mean I was been pining after this girl for two years. I was hoping everything was a date. But <laughs> I didn't actually expect it to be and it made it a lot easier, honestly. Not having it be a date mm. made it just two friends hanging out and actually getting to know each other. Yeah. Um, I think what we have here is a case of Ethan using girl think. To <laughs> manifest, I resent that term. I resent manifest that term. the date. That's a girl thing, no? It, manifesting is not a girl thing; it's a universe thing. Anyway, I like to think I it is a, persistence. I have a, I have is a question, key. and it was exactly that. What inspired, motivated, encouraged you to remain so persistent over so many months? So normally, I get very bored with people, and mm-hmm. like, I, I get very Thank bored, you, un, uninterested <laughs> with people. Uh, which is normal. Like, if you don't find someone interesting, not move on to the next. But, like, they just don't have that. I don't know what gender say qua means, but I know it fits into this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's it it mean? means a, it means a je ne sais quoi. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it means it's I don't know what. It's a, exactly. It's, it's a, gen- a little something special. Exactly. Spicy. Yeah. yeah that keeps and you intrigued. <laughs> it's an, it's intrigue, intriguing. Exactly. And the first time I met her, I felt that. Like, it's hard to explain, but it's. Something that just keeps drawing you back in, back in. Something that you want to uncover and learn more about. And it's it's like either reading a good book or tasting something so unbelievable that it makes you step back and really ponder. Like, think about what you're actually experiencing. And Love that. <laughs> Cute. And okay, another yeah. question. When you first saw her... Like, before you'd even spoken to her, did you fancy her? So, first time I actually saw her or was introduced to her, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, 
was from one of our friends when we were in college. So we also went to college together, but we didn't know each other in yes. school. We both okay. knew the same person that wound wound up introducing us. Here are you are you still friends with that person? Yes. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Cute. Yeah, yes. she's one of my best friends. And she's she's dating one of my good friends. Uh, one of my good friends. Oh, in stop it. So yeah. like we, so my girlfriend and one of his guy friends started dating, and so that kind of brought like their friends together, and so that's how we met. We're going to have to bring them onto the podcast <laughs> to get the real story. <laughs> they would be very interesting to bring on the podcast. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just messing. No, but they, they would be – they're an interesting couple. Great, great couple. So you, but you saw her. So I saw a picture of her in oh. college because one of our friends is like Allie, who is the friend that introduced us, is like Allie has these two amazing friends. And it was it was college. You you didn't meet half the people that you uh, heard about. Um, so I was first introduced to her name then, and then when we came to uh, New York, started hanging out with Allie, our mutual friend. And it wasn't until a couple months after that where we actually were introduced to each other. But I mean, it was first thing I noticed was her eyes, and then her smile. <laughs> and so romantic. And then she started talking, and I was I was hooked. I mean, it's one of those things that you just don't forget. It's even when we weren't talking those months, she was still in the back of my mind. I still asked Allie, "Oh, how's Claire doing? Uh, is she doing well? What's going on with her?" Every once in a while, I uh, make that sound not creepy, but <laughs> just checking in, making sure that everything's going well. Yeah. She good? She's still single? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going yeah. on? <laughs> well, it's funny because Becky has uh, a theory that Reddit does not like or approve of, which is the 10-second theory. Yes, well, I think actually now when I consider it, it's like it's more of a thing when you know you're meeting someone in a romantic context. Like, for example, m the vast majority of my dating, I would say 90% of my dating has come from dating apps within the past 10 years. And so I know when I'm about to meet someone that it's going to be, it's either romantic or it's done and I'll never see them again. Um, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I know in 10 seconds whether I fancy them or not. So, <laughs> <laughs> but if you're meeting someone for the first time and you're just meeting them, you uh, like, you don't necessarily have that. Yeah. background context of like this is either a potential partner for me or they're nothing to me well it's like this is just a new person that's introduced into my like sphere yeah and I think that that is why it wasn't working when it was just like him asking me out like I was very much like I can't even think about going mm. on a date right now like I am dealing with other things thank yeah. you very much though for the offer <laughs> Those were exact words that were used at one point. Um, <laughs> anyway, your notes are noted. <laughs> your I, feedback is. Taken? I hear you. I see you, <laughs> but no. <laughs> um, but then, like when that decision didn't feel like it had to be made in the moment, and I think like that's why dating apps can be really hard, right? Is because you don't. And we were actually talking about this the other day. It's like you feel like you have to present a a version of yourself that's very uh based on whatever your profile says and that makes it hard to get to know someone as like a whole person and understand like 
okay, do our personalities go together? Do we have fun together? Like, those are all, that friendship is really important when, like, being in a relationship. And I think that that's why those first dates and that 10 seconds feel so pivotal because you're making that decision because you're so used to swiping and making those instant decisions, right? And so when you have, when you sit down and you're like, okay, yes or no, like that puts a lot of pressure on how am I analyzing the situation? What am I looking for? Um, And I'm wondering like, how have you guys seen your friendship change now that you haven't gone on dates? Like, because we're at it from one side, but like, what does that, Yeah. how are you reflecting on this between you two? Well, what were my 10 seconds like, Becky? (laughs) <laughs> um, my 10 seconds with you was like, <laughs> yeah, he's hot but annoying. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> You're so full of it. I uh, know. I was like, oh my God. I was like, this guy is so arrogant. He thinks he's God's fucking gift. I think, you know, we had a lot in common and I loved your friends. We and went, I, we went on two more dates. Yeah, oh, yeah it, took, it took like nine months to go on three dates. You wouldn't take me out for dinner for like so long. I was like, Dave, take okay. me on a date. And you were like, no. <laughs> Becky was like, I won't go out with you unless you take me to dinner. And I was like, I don't like being told I have to take someone to dinner. If I want, Which is fair. Yeah, you I don't like being told dinner, what to do. Yeah. But I also know what I want. And if I'm not getting that, then I'm not going to pursue it. <laughs> Which I then did not. <laughs> It was very messy. It was very messy, honestly. I think we had, like, a very strange... It was, because it was, like, we weren't friends' friends, but we weren't, like... The only messy thing was after the party in the kitchen. (laughs) Becky's blushing. Stop. (laughs) This is not what we came into. Well, and I think that it's interesting because you met on a dating app, but now you're friends. I've done that with a few girls now. So maybe it's just you. Same. I also have like no, I, have, I have a lot of friends who are hinge dates turned pals. Mm. Did I get farther than them? Or did, are we all in the same? Like did they? You know? <laughs> are we all? I don't know what you're referring to. Well, like we're on the basis, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a range. There's a range. There's there a are, range. There okay. are people who I've like never even touched. Wow. In a romantic <laughs> sense. And then there are people who I... Rebecca. D- then I have a friend who I actually, like, properly dated for a month. Okay. So... So what was easier to become friends with? Someone you ha- haven't touched at all? Honestly, I think, I think the key... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't. It laugh. doesn't. It doesn't matter when you decide to be friends. You decide to be friends, that and and both of you have to put in an equal amount of effort mm. to, in order to become friends. Because yeah, okay. Do you guys? What do you guys think about friends with benefits? Would that ever have been an option for you? I mean, I'm looking at you, no. Claire. <coughs> no, we we actually had that conversation. Pretty like, when did we have that conversation? About a year ago. Okay. So, yeah, we did. And it was one of those moments where we have both been in that situation before. And we both immediately were like, we are not doing an in-between. There cannot be a gray area here because Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense. And it's hard on everybody. And it, like, just doesn't work. Um, Yeah. With Once we realized that MoCo was a date... We, <laughs> we, I, I, I came over then 
and this was before we talked about if it was a date or not. Um, I went over to her apartment, cooked her dinner while over all of our friends were out of town. So I probably should have noticed then that it, it was, was a date. date. That's um, when I told you that Mocha was. Yes, a date. that's when she. That's when she. That's told when me. I informed her of the fr- the girlies' decision. Yeah. Because <laughs> we had made that decision at dinner. <laughs> so this is interesting because your friends brought you together, as in like you wouldn't have met had it not been for these mutual friends. Correct. But do you think? your relationship like in the early stages was complicated by the fact that you shared a friend group yes or when we started dating or like i mean i assume now it's really nice because you're obviously like you have friends who are also dating and like you have a group of friends who like you all you can go out together and do things um but what's been hard is making that transition Mm. in like quote unquote in public of like yes mm. we were friends for a long time and now we're together so we like have permission to be like together in our friend group when we're all together but also there's a balance of you know we spend so much time together because we're dating and when we're with friends like we're with friends and so there's been like a a lot of com- we've had to have a lot of conversations around like how do we balance being in a relationship but then also being with our friends that are both of our friends mm-hmm. and how do we manage existing in that space this also made me realize that girls relationships with other girls are very different than guys relationship with even the same girls or with guys it's Intriguing, which like you should absolutely look into, at a, uh, into another episode. Can you, but can you elaborate on this. It's much, it's a much tougher line to, to walk across when a girl is in is in a friendship with a girl. Guys, they don't they they don't care as they don't take things as personally or to heart. I would say. Well, I so me and my girlfriends are quite close like we were all friends at school and now we're all friends here in the city and it it comes down to a matter of like attention and like how I'm spending my time and so I think that what he's discovered is that like I as a girl in a friend group of girls have to manage a lot of not have to manage but like I manage emotions and my actions have an impact on their emotions which I think with guy friendships, like you guys will talk about nothing and not see each other for two months. And then you're like, hey, bro, what's up? And yeah. then you talk about nothing. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, guy friendships and girl <laughs> friendships are so different. Absolutely. Um, I mean, one of the things I think I read an article or something about this is how women are face to face bonders and guys are shoulder to shoulder bonders. Yes, I've seen that too. Yeah. So, like, women, well, I think, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, boys, but like, um, women's friendships are far more intense but they're also far more fulfilling in the sense that you have like so much empathy and like all these emotional and so outlets much support yes and you, your cycles are sinking yeah and there's all kinds <laughs> of stuff going on whereas guys you can literally just like you don't really have to put as much effort to maintain those friendships in I guess and you can literally just go sit shoulder to shoulder at a bar and watch a game you bond over doing something you're grilling or like whatever <laughs> guys like to do Sitting playing video house. games yeah. like um it's a completely different form of interaction so then I think like yeah guy girl friendships they they take on a, a completely different dynamic that can't be defined in the same way as easily I think I don't know if I agree with that Okay. I'm a little offended. Maybe I'm just a woman because I don't have <laughs> shoulder to shoulder relationships. 
That's amazing. Yeah. And I'm really she proud had of you. a Mario Party party the other night. Yeah. That sounds awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. That, that sounds incredible. Yeah. We all got drunk and played Mario Party. Well, so I think like what has been but, home. but men and women were at the Mario Party party. It was okay. a diver- it was okay. everyone was playing. <laughs> okay, we don't exclude people based on okay how they identify. The person who won was was a small Taiwanese girl. No, she's Vietnamese. <laughs> oh, she's going to kill me. Beep. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit that beep that out. out. Beep that out. Okay, wait, Ethan, who's your Mario character? Waluigi. Oh. <gasps> Claire? Um the mushroom one. Oh, same. I'm also a toad girl. Ah. I'm, a confusing I'm name. Toad is a mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I didn't know it. Oh, is that a type of mushroom? No. Yes. Oh. Well. Yes. A toadstool is the red one with the white spots. Oh. Oh, Which and is that's what, what he is. So that's that's what he perfect. Is. So okay, it's total sidebar. But the guy that made our <laughs> that our made our song "Tea and Sympathy," his name is Sky. He was on our last few episodes. Okay. Um, we're doing an album together. And the hit single is called Waluigi. Oh, that is awesome. Is it like with the Mario soundtrack or no. his soundtrack? No, no it's, it's about a bunch of people that go to a music festival and accidentally take a drug called soy sauce and they okay. go on a bad trip. And then Waluigi is... The, like, save, the no, saves the day. No, he's like a real person in the world, but he can only say wah <laughs> uh, with different inflections. And he ends up having to place a hit on someone. And then he then sleeps with his hit. And this is all in the song. This is all in the song. Great. That's and incredible. one of the hooks to the song is Waluigi, oh my God, he's balls deep in his hit, and then the beat drops. <laughs> that's an inside joke. I'm excited to hear it as it comes Back out. to the theme. I'm Back sorry, to the I took us all off that theme. Okay. Wait, I okay. have a question for yeah. Dave, though. So do you feel like when you get together with just your guy friends, like you the things that you guys talk about are like the real things that are happening in your life. Like, do you f- emotion yeah. find emotional support Absolutely, in them? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's awesome. I would, I would agree. We talk about it in different ways, but I mean, we talk about the important things. We don't go too in depth in, I want, I don't want to say the minute details, but like we talk about things that are playing on our families, work, uh, relate relationships. Yeah. And I think that the difference is like when I, and I think, I don't know if I want to generalize, but when me and my girlfriends get together, like we can talk about one thing for an hour. Like we will overanalyze every single detail. We'll talk about it from every single angle. Like it is like a whole episode. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I think guys just agree more or at least I agree more with my guy friends. I won't generalize. (laughs) Or just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, but I do think that that like aspect of, how close I am with my girlfriends and also the fact that Ethan is friends with my friends has been an interesting navigation of how do I make sure that everyone is having fun and also like managing my attention and stuff. Yeah, it, it definitely was interesting in the beginning. Uh, it was kind of cool when we were just hang uh, just hanging out and they didn't really know. It was... A little secret. Yeah, a little secret. But <laughs> once we started, it was a little spicier. Yeah, it's kind of fun, you know. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it was. It was kind of fun keeping a secret from them. Um, <laughs> they all knew, yeah. and I didn't know <laughs> okay. that they knew. Um, <laughs> but if you don't know that they know, then it's still a secret. It's still a secret. Yeah. Secret to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will. I will say this. Hold on, real quick. Um, 
so I do, I feel like I have very fulfilling relationships with my male friends and we'll talk about whatever, like relationships I'll analyze. I'll sit down and analyze like two hours with someone. I did that last night with someone. Yeah. Um, and he like, wasn't sure what was going on. He's hung up on someone and that like, he needs to resolve that. Um, but something that I kind of do, and this has happened twice now, is two close friends have gotten engaged and in my mind, they're dead to me. Like they're gone. Like I love them. Goodbye. But I'm never gonna see him again. Yeah. Like and uh, like women, I feel like won't. They're like, oh no, I'm not losing you. And okay. They, and they demand that time, which I think is healthy. Yes. Yeah, so let's. I I appreciate that you brought that up because I do think that it is interesting, and it's been kind of part of this conversation that we've had. Of, I feel like in the past, uh, women have and have like prioritized a relationship above all. And I've seen that happen, you know, like friends get married and they, you know, and they, they move and that's just kind of it. Um, and I think something that's been nice about how we've tried to manage our friendships is I don't want my girlfriends to feel like I'm putting a boyfriend before them all the time. Like there is an in-between that exists where, like a happy medium where I can be able to spend time with everybody and everybody gets quality time and no one feels like they're being left behind or deprioritized because I have a new relationship. And I think that's a really hard balance to strike. And I don't think that I do it perfectly at all, but I do appreciate the fact that Ethan and I have been able to talk about that and that, that you get it. Like you understand the relationships that I have with my friends and you're able to like, empathize and also compromise with maybe what you want (laughs) i think it just comes from an understanding that a everyone has different relationships but b it's it's really teetering a lot like i said because like i was friends with them as well she is obviously closer with the girls than I am and guys, we can see each other once once a uh, once a week, once a month. Um, but really, it just comes down to talking about it, just setting yeah. setting common expectations yeah. for each other and understanding it, so you know how to move forward. Understand um, and agree. Like yes, understand and agree. And if you don't agree with the way it is, at least you can agree that it is the best foot forward or you agree through understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Like before, you know, events and weekends, like we've tried to practice sitting down and being like, okay, what are our expectations for? We know we're going to be with all our friends. Like this weekend is Halloween. Right. And we're going out Mm -hmm. with all of our friends. And so we've had that conversation this week of like, how are we <laughs> we have we have yeah i think a better story to tell is actually so a couple weekends ago we went to penn state yeah for a football game there were a lot of personalities there there were like 30 people in the same house uh 30 people tailgating so we actually set and i'm forgetting what it was but we set a uh a code word in case uh one of us one of us needed something or like need water need a break like, water like do you, do you, do you want to get water? water yeah um and like something subtle just to see to help each other out and so Supporters, but setting that expectation of everyone, or both of us at least, are on the same page and understand what's going on. Yeah, and we didn't actually use that. Like, we didn't actually have to use it, but just having a way to communicate with each other Mm -hmm. in the moment if we needed to was really helpful for us to make sure that we, like, were on the same page and had a way to kind of, like, send a signal if 
you know, if we needed. Normalize non-sexual safe words. <laughs> I, like I agree. No, I agree. I think, I think that's important. You, no, you need it because, like, there are scary situations in the uh, in the world, or uncomfortable yeah. situations in mm-hmm. the world that you or, need help out, help with. Yeah, or even just like as far as being able to manage expectations and communicate, and like especially when it's some of these big events that happen, and you're like, I know that I'm going to be overstimulated mm-hmm. yeah. through this weekend or through this event, or like I'm feeling anxious about the fact that we're you know, doing X, Y, Z and having a way to be like, okay, you know, waving a little flag. Like I need, I need a minute. Can you take over or like BRB or like, can you come with me? You know, something to just like help us each other out that in the moment. So fucking healthy. Like I think <laughs> honestly, like that is just that level of like communication and also that level of like comprehension of one another's like whether it's social battery or like anxiety yeah, levels exactly. or like whatever it is to understand each other that deeply and then be able to communicate it and then find an effective solution to mitigate any like more negative situation or whatever is so healthy. And I think you don't hear people's like methods enough. In so well done, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it, it, it took it took some time. To realize, I mean, it took a cu- it took a, a couple months, probably like two months, to figure it out, like how to actually discuss it and go about it. Yeah, and it's still not perfect. No, like, we still have to figure out how to continue to have those conversations and talk about it in a way that we we know where each other are coming from every time. Yeah, because I think it's good. Yeah, I, it is good. And I think it, it personally, it comes from a place of actually having trust and comfortability that you can have these conversations and actually know at the end of it there's going to be a solution that you can feel comfortable with. It may not be the exact same thing that you wanted, but that's not always what you need. Do you think you guys have that because you were friends first? So that's what I was that's what I was saying. I think that's good question, Becky. I think that's part Back to the part theme. of it. Thanks for validating me, David. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a great job. <laughs> I I, re- I think that's part of it, especially when we created an understanding at the beginning of this year. Uh, I think I think since we started as friends, when we first started dating and going out on real dates, we said this ha- we have to do this with intention because if we don't, it's going to mess up our friendship, mess up uh, mess up our uh, friend group. So I think the fact that we were friends first put a little bit more pressure on the fact that we have to communicate things more effectively so it doesn't burn out or so there isn't a massive fight because if there was a massive fight between us mm-hmm. it would absolutely get back to all, all of our friends and it would be right awkward. it has like a ripple effect exactly on the rest of your lives exactly. exactly there is more at stake and i <coughs> yeah we we did have to be intent and we talked about how we had to be intentional with it you know like that was a big part of how we moved forward together of like yes we're gonna do this but also we both need to be aware of what we have invested and it's not casual like it's something that we need to make sure we're prioritizing and not just taking lightly because that doesn't end well for anyone see this is our problem we're dating a bunch of randos (laughs) online tell me where i can find friends first let's go make some friends you know we go to the survivor bar make some friends there Rainforest <laughs> Cafe, I heard, is a good place. Yeah, oh, yeah, let's go to the Cavana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard of the nature reservation? The cave? It's, you know, it's mm. funny that you guys are saying the safe word thing, because I am dating, um, I'm seeing someone, I almost let that slip, Ooh. I'm seeing someone right now, and 
two of her coworkers within the last week have made serious passes at her. And she's very uncomfortable. And I'm starting to realize that we're going to our first party on Friday. And I'm wondering if we should have sort of like a safe word because I feel like she's going to get hit on. And she needs to be able to communicate that without, you know, because it's weird if you're at a party. You know what I mean? So after you guys are together, like when I met you guys, I didn't know you guys were together. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think that is. Was, that was somewhat intentional. Intentional because I know. So Claire very much likes those events and I was coming along with it. So I didn't want to be That's fair. overbearing. Yeah. And. Which we, is another balance. That yes. We, could talk we, about. we wanted to make yeah. sure that we are still our own people, but mm-hmm. together. Well, yeah, because yeah. nothing's worse than a couple that is mor- only a couple. Yeah, exactly, the, the amorphous blob couple <laughs> is the fucking worst. No one likes those people, exactly. right? Yeah. The other thing I'll say is that when you start dating someone, right? You start dating that person because you like the other person. If you blob into someone else, you're no longer dating the person you start dating. You're dating the blob, right? And no one likes the blob, and then the relationship dies, and they're like, "You change." Well, yeah, yep. you know, what I mean, like, you have to have your own autonomy and agency. Or it doesn't work. Well, I think there are so many unhealthy dynamics in which, like, someone will mold themselves to become what the other person wants them to be. Someone will completely, like, self-sacrifice or, yeah, or people will completely, like, ignore all their other friends because they're prioritizing the romantic relationship. Because, I mean, to an extent, that is what we are told. We are told, like, your romantic partner is going to be the most important relationship of your life. Obviously, it is. You are going to be, like spending like most of your time with that person and potentially starting a family with that person whatever but one person cannot be everything to you yes and I think that exactly goes into this idea that I was talking about earlier of like how like we can't as women prioritize a man over our girlfriends like we have to have and I think everybody needs multiple avenues of support because if you rely on someone a hundred percent like Nobody's a perfect being and there there's going to be something that doesn't align with the expectation that you have of them. Yeah. And that is a bridge that you can't be drowning in. Like you can't not have some another way to find that emotional support. Um, and I think it's really important that that's prioritized, especially right now when, you know, Ethan and I don't live together and like we're still early in our relationship. Like, Maybe later on, you know, and if down the road, but it it just we have to be able to have multiple people in the support system. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, in New York, once you move in, it's kind of like an engagement. You know, what I mean, <laughs> let's be let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. No, like yeah. You, don't, you don't move in together in New York. There's only two reasons you move in together in New York. One person's poor. Yeah. Or you're both poor and you need split rent. Yeah. I uh, or. You're pretty much you know that you're spending the rest of your life with them because it's a big it's a big toll to move in yeah. with someone in uh, in New York. I don't I don't know anyone that is in living uh, living with someone not ex- or is living with someone not expecting to marry them at the end of the day. Oh, I do. That just ended. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's uncomfortable. Yikes. And I it does happen. <laughs> that's for it sure. does happen. I yes. think that's my you know, I know I've had two friends now who have moved in with partners and I knew it wasn't going to work out. And how did you know the day I was helping them move because I was unemployed at the time the day I was helping them move literally two hours after arriving they got into a blowout fight they've already signed the lease (laughs) okay they're moving her out blowout fight and both of them are coming up to me 
asking for support, being like, you know, she's being crazy, right? And I'm like, and I was young. They're older than me. I think they were like in their, in their early 40s, and I was like 25. I'd just gotten off of like the Manny gig. Like I didn't have a job, like firm. And I'm like, what is wrong? Like, it's when I realized like does, age does not matter. Like these people are yeah. immature as hell. Like I love them both, but like you guys are morons. And then yeah. they and then they broke up and they had to live together for nine months. Oh, they still live together. They, well, they had to. They, they couldn't. They couldn't sublease? afford. They couldn't afford. To you can't sublease if it's a one bedroom. Oh, it was a one yeah. bed. Oh, that's uncomfortable. Oh, it's more than that. Oh, and they slept. Do they sleep in the torture. same bed? Who got? Did someone, someone got the couch? Oh, that's terrible. For nine months. Oh yeah. <gasps> And I, it was the guy that got the couch, obviously, right? I don't know, actually. I never, I didn't really want to know. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't want to open up that can of worms. Yeah. Because then, then you're involved. If you don't want to be involved, you have to be completely disengaged. From and I feel, you know, it was funny because they had dated prior a few years, I think like 17 years ago, they had dated. And then they, they randomly ran into each other in the city. And they like, it was like the flare. They got lost in the idea of it. And I don't yeah. blame them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's one of those stories that you really hope works out. Cause it's yeah. so yeah. It's such romantic, a cute, me cute. Yeah. And she's a, she's not. a romantic. Mm. This is something that would happen to Becky, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. No, yeah, it I is. It. Sleep on the couch for nine months. <laughs> <laughs> not with my back. <laughs> well, if it's this couch, it's a good couch. Right? Why would I be sleeping on your couch? <laughs> I don't know. In case it doesn't work out with the, okay, that's enough. <laughs> um, no, but I think you know, you guys know the saying like it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. So I feel like while your romantic partner can't be like everything to you, it actually really does matter that your friends support you in your relationship also. Yes. Because when your friends don't like the person you're dating, fuck me, that's disastrous. Actual choosing. You have to choose when every time you decide to hang out with mm-hmm. your friends or the boyfriend, that's actually consciously choosing to go against what the other person is saying because if your friends don't like like them for us it, it was easy because i was already friends with them before it was yeah it well, was rocking it was rocking in the beginning because uh, they were a little i mean it's changing up the dynamic yes. right you've already yeah. got established kind of like not exactly. hierarchy and but that's you know where things are and then for that to change is like i'm sure threatening for some people to a certain extent well i think that's why i needed the permission from I don't think that I actually needed it like I think that they would have supported I know that they would have supported me no matter what but you like want the blessing I wanted yeah. someone else to tell me Claire this is what's happening it was a date and you should if you like him you should continue to go on dates with him and that's exactly what they said and I was like okay to be fair at the time the one that said that was not my biggest fan like this is called nothing, tea nothing bad, sympathy. nothing, nothing bad at all. We're just we're very much alike, yeah. so we butt heads. Okay, love her to death. I mean, I will, I'll take a bullet for her, of course. But we butt heads so many <laughs> of times, course. so I wasn't. I, I would take a bullet from bullet for my friends, but um, we butt we butt heads a lot. So when she said that to Claire, mm. it really meant a lot because I I was not expecting that from her. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does. I do think that like idea of like, it takes a village to, and I think it really comes down to like, we want multiple, we want people in our, on our, in our life. Like we want community around us and a relationship is a big part of that. And I was so, uh, so against dating for an entire year after my situationship, because I was like this 
is fucked up. Like, I don't want to do this again. Like, I'm I'm good. I need my time. I need to figure my own shit out. Like, no, but good for you because a lot of people don't take that time to do that healing. Yeah. yeah and it's really important to spend some time by yourself, especially in between relationships. And finally, when when we started like hanging out as friends and I realized that I liked him, it was kind of like this idea of, OK, I can allow other like another guy into my life and it's scary but also taking a burden off of me doesn't mean putting a hundred percent on someone else yeah because like half of it dissipates just in relief of like sharing the burden of life you know and that was a big turning point for me of feeling like I am not alone in going through the things that are hard and that made things good for us because <laughs> I think we both realize that that we don't yeah. have to be alone and friendship is one thing but then having a relationship is is also a helpful thing to have yeah ab- absolutely I mean I think we can both agree it's been a it's been an interesting year nonetheless Test- hard yes hard. hard and testing not even the relationship just our mental faculties and yeah. having yeah. our relationship and going through it I think it definitely helped that we were friends first but it has made everything so much better and has made the weight Aww, unbelievable nice. yeah that's good yeah i was gonna say something really silly when you were talking because i'm gonna say? an idiot but i was like <laughs> <laughs> you know when like you're like uh like you're on a reservation list like you're on a wait list or something and yeah. they send you that email and they're like congratulations like You've made it off the wait list. Yep. <laughs> you sent Ethan an email. Congratulations, you've made it off the wait list. I'm allowing another man into my life. Yeah. That was a date. Yeah. Good job. You've made it to the next round of interviews. <laughs> it's, you know, I, I think it's really funny because there is a lot of there's a lot of nuance out there right now around men. Someone says no, obviously, you know, in an intimate setting, like, like leave it alone. Go away. But the fact that you kept pursuing, I think, is really... It's a risk. It's a risk, but I think there is something to it that unfortunately has gotten kind of muddled and lost. You know, the idea of the pursuit and, like, the whole chase, it is romantic to an extent, as long as everything's being respected and whatnot. Persist, but respectfully. Thank you, Becky. I think that's what Ethan did. Yes, an amazing I, yeah. job of. I put it, I put enough time in uh, in between. Even though my friends told me absolutely, like even my guy friends, my guy friends got such an earful uh, about about her, about how how I felt uh, when I used yeah. to live with two other guys. I would talk about it all uh, all all the time. But shoulder um, to shoulder. <laughs> no, while, while watching football. <laughs> it was while watching football, but it was also on while the couch and just on the golf normal. course. <laughs> and ju- just normal, um, but. I uh, yeah, th- it was a fine line, but I was never an asshole, and I did it in ni- in nice ways. I was never forcing myself. It was more me expressing how I felt, yeah, and putting it out into the world to see uh, what would happen. Being vulnerable, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I think that's the key Aww. here. Yeah, <laughs> and I also <laughs> yeah, I mean. And also knowing that it's not going to, like, a relationship is not going to solve every problem. No. And, like, that's a really important thing that we've both learned is, like, we're still going to have things to deal with outside of, like, between us and out in our own lives. So. But it helps to have someone 
to talk it through. It may not solve it, but being able to talk it through and find a way to solve it mm-hmm. is the most important part. Yeah, I agree with that. I'll also say uh, children and dogs do not fix relationships either. They might. Amen. Yeah. So <laughs> That's it's fair. just so everyone knows, especially Frank. We didn't give Frank a shout out. Do you guys know about Frank? No. So on our first episode, we got a comment on our podcasting platform, Podomatic, which is like very weird. It just like sends everything out to like Apple, Spotify, whatever. And we get a comment from a random person named Frank that goes, I can hear the sound of Dave's arm breaking as he pats himself over the bat. <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. So that was very funny. So we brought up Frank a few times. Frank has recently blessed us again with a new comment <laughs> that says... This guy's out of control. He goes, I'm so glad to find out that Dave's arm isn't broken (laughs) because there's no way he could be masturbating throughout the entire episode if it was. Wow. Frank. Frank. Anyway, on that note. (laughs) Classic Frank. I think it would be lovely to end with some words of wisdom from you guys and get like your top piece of relationship advice or just anything you'd say to people who are out there i mean obviously a lot of us who are single in the present day are (laughs) on the street in the trenches (laughs) yeah fighting for our fucking lives um no like we're not necessarily going to have a great mutual friend who's going to introduce us to someone wonderful um but you guys have obviously given us hope that you can meet people in real life not necessarily it doesn't necessarily have to be hinge tinder bumble um, but what would you say to someone who's like maybe feeling a little discouraged, disheartened, disillusioned by the world of dating, romantic relationships? I think kind of three parts. First, first two, first two go hand in hand. Honesty and vulnerability go a long way. I uh, there's no point. Like I before meeting Claire, I tried to date. I tried doing the dating apps. Tried being someone that I wasn't, and I hated it. It was uncomfortable. Didn't work. Um, even when we, even when we first. Uh, Started, I uh, started hanging out as friends two two years ago. I was someone that I really wasn't. So honesty and vulnerability go a long way, mm. but also space is something that's massive, especially if you're when you're starting as friends or if you've known someone for a while. Once you tell them you like them, you can't be too overbearing. You can't mm-hmm. space gives opportunity for things to fr- thrive, for love to thrive. And it really goes a long way. Right, because you can't control someone's reaction. Exactly. You can control what you're putting out there. Exactly. Yeah, I I like that. And I think that that also speaks to my side of things. When I was so close-minded, but then allowed myself to be vulnerable again. But I gave myself the space to do what I needed to do first, knowing that that was like the best course of action for me. And um, and then being really honest with you about why and why it wasn't gonna work. But then giving that space of like, okay, well now something can come up and something did and acknowledging that and being open-minded to that vulnerability. Um, so I like those pillars. Oh, <laughs> and oh. safe words, non-sexual <laughs> safe words. Yes. They, I love that. I love that. I'm gonna use that. Yeah. Use one this weekend. Go for it. Tell I'm us how it goes. I I am. Uh, I'm con- I'm nervous. I'll be I honest. think it's a great instrument. I never even thought of it before. But anyway, no. Thank you guys for coming and sharing your story and being so great. Thank this you for having us. Such a Absolutely. wonderful conversation. Awesome. Don't you think? Dave?
This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Because it was good. I gotta get another mic. Yeah. This damn Chinese mic. I hate sharing a microphone. <laughs> I know. The, yeah, it's not. Yeah, we gotta fix that. Anyway, this has been Tea and Sympathy. I'm Dave. I'm Becky. I'm gonna, oh, God. I'm Ethan. I'm Claire. Okay.